0: Tom Bernard show with Mike Bellina, Andy Brant Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal. And Alex will be back for probably the like quarter after, or who knows when she'll be back, but she'll be back. We'll, we'll be right back after this word from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com.
1: Christmas is coming, it's the holiday season. If you're in the market for a new car, it actually is a, one of the best times of the year to act. The reason is. I shouldn't have taken that candy right before it, it was went good. On. I
2: apologize. It was very good. Like the candy's all gone already. Oh, oh yeah. No, there's there's w- a Some one left. Yeah.
1: Wow. The reason is the manufacturers are all trying to beat each other into the ground, and so they pile on end of the year incentives from about now until second or third of January. You can see all these deals on Walzer.com for all the brands we carry. I'm going to see if I can name them all. Starting in Wichita, Kansas, Audi. Lexus, Mercedes-Benz, Jag, Land Rover, Porsche, Acura, and Mini. Did I get them all? I think I did. And in Minnesota, we've got three Nissan stores. You can go to Walzernissan.com and see all three of those. Honda, Mazda, Toyota, Subaru, two Buick GMC stores, Chrysler Jeep, Dodge Ram, and Hyundai. And oh, I always forget Polar Chef. i got to start writing this down. I yeah, remember you used to be able to remember, yeah. to, to, to remember all these, but we've grown a lot in the last couple of years. All these brands, all the deals on all these cars are visible at walzer.com.
0: You're a disaster. I know. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com.
4: Are you listening
0: is that Diana Krall? Yep. Snow I'll listen to listening. you, big shot. Help is Costello's wife. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's exactly she's right. a great, really, really a great piano Great singer. Good singer. Really singer.
4: Away, is the boober, here to stay. Is a new bird. Why is
0: it that blind people can sing so well?
4: She's not blind.
0: Oh, I just along, assumed because she was very. to she, you saw, meet
1: she, Elvis? she saw the bank account.
0: Yeah, she saw the bank account. I,
1: met a, I haven't told you my Elvis Costello story. No, because I met okay. him a couple of times. So it's 1977, and I pick up these three English guys at the airport. And I'm driving them, they're going downtown to I think the Hilton, if I remember right. And I'm looking in the rearview mirror, and I said, I know who you are. And he goes, No, Dad, I don't think you do. And I says, No, no, I just, I, you're a musician. And I just, I was at a friend's house just two days ago. And he played me a record, and it's ah, you're not Elvis Presley, and his eyes get really big, and he goes, oh, phew, God, you do know how I'm, Elvis, Elvis Costello. Nice to meet you. And we had a nice little chat. See? He was playing at the Longhorn Bar in Fifth, oh, uh, God, just up from fifth, Hennepin. Yep. yep. Got free tickets that were worth about three bucks a piece back in the ah! first
0: tour of the U.S. And what do you think of that?
5: Actually,
1: I've been a fan ever since. Not the most handsome guy on the planet.
0: No, also not the tallest man I've nope, ever met. But He's just a fabulous five, songwriter. What did he write? The other than did he write hits for other people?
1: Uh, well, Allison, I guess, was the one that made him. Yeah, right? and Linda that's Ronstadt right. covered that. That's true. Yeah, and uh, Girls Talk, which I think she also covered. Mm, I think you're right. Well, every day I write the book. Yeah, and no, good. he did not write "What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding." That was Nick Lowe that wrote that.
0: But Nick Lowe, God, I haven't heard that name in a while. Pump it up. See... A 36 year old man walking toward a gun range was fatally shot Tuesday before he stepped inside. That is some bad timing right there. (laughs) Joshua Cummings had just gotten out of his vehicle and was walking across the parking lot of Hotwell Shooting Range near Cypress, Texas, shortly after 9 o'clock in the morning when a rifle accidentally discharged inside. Police say a gun range employee in his early 20s had been clearing a high caliber hunting rifle with a bullet. When a bullet exited the chamber, the bullet went through the wall of the small range house and struck Cummings. What a moron! What? How unfortunate is your timing? Yeah, there,
2: that's yeah, that's a shame. Just got out of your car. Well, that guy's probably going to go to uh, prison for involuntary manslaughter.
1: Yeah, I don't. If he's inside a building, I yeah. don't.
2: Well, but if he's if he's cleaning a high caliber rifle and he didn't even bother to eject the uh, chamber, then come Where on. Where is that? That that's at least gross criminal negligence. Uh, Harris County Sheriff's
0: deputy tells KTRK he uh, was flown to a nearby hospital in a helicopter but later died. The sheriff's spokesman says homicide detectives are question, employees. So the homicide department is
2: there. Well, homicide just means anytime a person dies. No. Yeah. It's when someone is killed, not well, just when they die. Well, no, but uh, yeah, but right. someone can be killed and right. no one can be guilty no, technically. I know. Uh, The shooting
0: appears to be accidental, it's just a terrible tragedy, a range employee tells uh, tells KTRK, which identifies Cummings as a father. We simply do not have the words to express the sorrow in our hearts, adds Hotwells in a statement. For 44 years we have operated this uh, facility accident free, yet today we are shaken by tragedy. The range said it wouldn't comment on the accident details until after investigation is complete. The worst thing that ever that happened to me is it just happened in the last year. Got it, probably about a year ago, maybe it was less than that. But there is a shooting range that uh, I go to in the state of Florida, and a woman for her teenage—I think it was like a 15 or 16-year-old son for his birthday. She took him to the shooting range, and they were shooting pistols. She walked up behind him, shot him in the head, and then shot
2: herself in the face.
6: What the hell? (laughs)
0: Is
2: because wow. something about like I don't know, that the world was ending or Jesus or something. Yeah, Jesus was calling she was him to heaven or something. Quite clearly insane. Jesus was calling her to heaven. And when a crazy mom tells you, Hey, let's go to the gun range, yeah. I would be All like right? No, I'm okay. <laughs> well, it was for his birthday. Well, oh, but still psycho mommy shouldn't have a gun. Yeah, that
6: there had to have been some
2: signs.
0: Pre
6: existing reasons you might not want to go to a gun range with her.
0: Well, she's nuts. Exactly. That'd be a good one. Not Let's anymore. start there. And she's not nuts anymore. She took shot herself right in the face.
2: Oh, here you go. She right. had to send her son to heaven and herself to hell.
0: That's what it was. You're absolutely That's the woman.
2: So, she sent her son to heaven and herself to so, hell. So come on, there was there has to have been uh, a little a few signs. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you know, just
6: randomly like, Oh, I feel this way today.
2: She signed her notes, failed queen. Oh What, what in the hell? does that even oh. mean? No. Weird. That's well, terrible. you know, it made it difficult.
0: Now it's not fair that she did that. When I go to the gun range, you can't even rent a pistol. You have to bring your own. They used to have rent pistols, but huh. now they don't do it any longer. Because uh, I of think that. that's smart. Yeah, it's very smart. So know, if you're like, going to
1: kill one of your kids, you got to spend fifty bucks on a gun. Got to
2: buy your own gun, man. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why gun ranges aren't like you know individual cubicles. Put bulletproof glass between them or something. That would not be a bad idea. Yeah, that's what I would do. I don't like the idea of having some random guy right next to me with a gun who knows how crazy he is. Well,
6: or just how, like, I can't think of the word.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) hmm, negligent. Tomato soup?
0: Mm, Negligent? Negligent
6: negligent? is what I'm thinking of. Just like, you know, oh, I'm dealing with a gun, blah. And then they all of a sudden shoot you in the face because they just don't know what they're doing.
0: I talked about that, as a matter of fact. And uh, I guess it's rather common for people to commit suicide at gun
2: ranges. Well, it was an easy way to get a gun. You
6: hear about it all the time.
2: Yeah, you do. You do.
6: Or to kill somebody. I mean...
2: That's very sad. Marie Moore, that woman, had a history of mental illness uh, and had been involuntarily committed to a mental hospital in 2002. And this happened in 2009. That happened that long ago? I thought it was about a year
0: ago. God, it was eight years ago.
2: (laughs) She spent a year in a mental home, yeah. Well, just don't go a,
6: to a gun range with somebody that's been yeah,
0: that's, committed. I would not have gone to a gun range with my dad. I can guarantee yeah, you that. It's yeah. just like a general that would have never happened. rule. Of, uh, she thought she was the or Antichrist. Somebody has Parkinson's, probably. She not. thought she was the
2: Antichrist? Yeah, so she killed herself, and then there will be a thousand years of peace, which clearly didn't happen. And how old was her son? Like 15 or something? 20. Oh, he was 20? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She, she was oh,
0: 44.
6: You have to be. How old do you have to be? Yeah, you can't be, yeah you can't be 15 at a
0: gun 15. range. Oh, that's true.
2: Yeah, very good point. Um, wait a minute. Let's do the math here. This <laughs> like this. to What? The range requires that customers uh, fill out a series of questions, in, including whether or not they've been convicted of a felony or been declared mentally unstable. But right. But it works on the honor system, so.
0: Yeah, no, I that's have not. That kind of
2: fine. pointless. That's
6: why background checks should yeah. happen. Well, yeah, that's why
2: should. you have to bring your own pistol now. That woman would have never been issued a gun. No. no. Although she could have just gotten one in some, you know, no, no, no. crap a hole neighborhoods. web. So, yeah. Well, that's true. In some crap hole neighborhood, you can
0: go ahead and buy all the guns you want. New claim on Roman Polanski. How old is Roman Polanski? He's
1: got to be pushing 80, isn't he? 83.
0: He He's 83. I can't believe 84. that. He's 84 now? Unless I just birthday to God Roman
6: is a popular name again it yeah. is yeah, yeah it's well, like Tom, to
0: Tom Hughesmans son's name is Roman
6: yeah I know like four Romans
0: nah. Los Angeles detective said Tuesday they're investigating a woman's claim that Oscar-winning director Roman Polanski molested her in 1975 so that means he would have been what uh, that was 42 years ago yeah, right so it was 40. So he was That's 42 right. years old
6: seems to be like molester age
0: yeah he was 42 and she was 10.
6: <laughs> Ten. no she was
0: oh yeah yeah she was 10 no, years because old because there's this this other one is 13. the statute of limitations has long expired so criminal charges couldn't be brought even if proven the uh, ap reports Though law enforcement officials may be able to use any evidence they collect to help prosecute other cases, authorities are now investigating the case because L.A. detectives will always take a report from any victim and then determine if the case is within the statute of limitations, a police spokesperson said. The 84-year-old director has been a fugitive since he fled to France in 1978 on the eve of a sentencing for an unrelated case involving the sexual assault of a then 13-year-old girl. Hmm. He splits his time between France and his native Poland and Switzerland, the victim in that case, Samantha Grein- Geimer, made an impassioned plea to a California judge earlier this year supporting Polanski's efforts to end the four-decade legal saga that limits his freedom. The latest allegations against Polanski were first reported to police uh, in October. Limits when his Ma- freedom. You like Marianne this? Bernard. <laughs> That's my aunt's name. <laughs> Aunt Mary Ann. Was she oh. a California artist? No, she was not. Well, there you go.
1: When I was attempting to interrupt by saying, "Yeah, real freedom restriction. Yeah, got to split your time between France and Switzerland." Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: really. Oh, horrible! How could you ever make it? That's creepy. That it, this woman has the same name as my aunt, Mary. Aunt Marianne. Yep. Marianne Bernard. Weird. But her name is Marianne Levine now. It's her yeah. married name. Uh, and Levine is spelled L-A-W-I-N. Just for those of you during the Hanukkah season that were wondering. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Um, that was a sad deal by the way Marianne Larry Levine was her husband died of an aneurysm in his stomach when he was like God he was not much older than about 45 years old
6: Uh, aneurysms are
0: Mm -hmm. terrible, he was a great guy too I mean a great guy Uh, Polanski had molested her during a photo shoot in 1975 uh, he had her pose nude in front of a fur or in a fur coat on a beach in Los Angeles County Polanski's attorney Harlan Braun said he has hired an investigator to interview the accuser's relatives and has told the investigator to speak with police and provide any information and documents obtained. I believe that a competent LAPD investigation will prove the whole story to be bogus. So they're saying that the woman's lying. Why would she lie about that? What's the motivation to lie about someone
2: who's been on the lam now for 40 years? Yeah, I can't
1: either. Obviously, isn't Money?
2: Yeah. What about like that, uh, what's his name? The fox, Bill O'Reilly. What about him?
0: Bill O'Reilly. He
2: paid out pretty well. $32 million. Yeah.
0: Sean Spicer's ready to set the record straight. What does that mean? It means it's clickbait. It is just clickbait? Or is it a story?
1: I wish he'd come back. I miss Sean.
0: I do, too. I think it was hilarious, especially when, when Melissa McCarthy would do him on Saturday Night Live. Let me guess. He's writing a book? The new one isn't nearly as fun. No. No. He had a short run in the White House, but his turbulent tenure was apparently long enough for Sean Spicer to write a book. That's what Politico reports the former White House press secretary is currently in the midst of doing with Spicer revealing to Fox News Sean Hannity on Monday night that he needs to set the record straight. I look back at the coverage of the campaign, the transition in the first six, seven months of this White House, and realize that the stories that are being told are not accurate representation of what President Trump went through to get the nomination to transition to the White House and then his first six months in office. Spicer all made sure to point, also made sure to point the finger at the press for a mass amount of incorrect and malicious attacks on the president. Um, somebody just did a report on that, as a matter of fact. They watched ABC, CBS, and NBC of 1,229 reports, 1,229 reports on President Trump. 109 were positive.
1: We <laughs> must have had the. the the new
4: writers in that day. And what's Sean talking about, short tenure? I mean, God, you had Michael Flynn and Scaramucci.
0: Yeah. yeah. Scaramucci was there for two days. Yeah.
4: Scaramucci was They're around like,
0: for like two days. Wait that a minute. It. He's a dagger? Oh, he's out. He's out. Get rid of him. Um, yeah, I, you know, 90% of the reporting on ABC, CBS, and NBC is negative toward our president. It's well, of he, course,
1: 90% of what he tweets is kind of negative. Yeah. Yes.
0: I don't think so. She'd do anything for money? Do they find that to be negative? That wasn't sexual
6: at all. Most of the things out of his mouth are terrible. I just
0: don't understand why he won't shut up. I really don't. Spicer all made sure uh, sure to point the finger at the press for the mass amount of incorrect and malicious attacks on the president. The tagline of his tome, the briefing, due out in late July from conservative publisher. Why did they have to say conservative publisher? They just have to put that Mm -hmm. stuff in there. Although I've never heard of them. Uh, the name of the company is uh, Regnery, Regnery, R-E-G-N-E-R-Y. I have never heard of him. Promises to shed new light on the headline grabbing controversies of the Trump administration's first year. Spicer, who resigned his post after a combat of six months with the press in the White House, when Anthony Scaramucci was hired as Trump's communications director, was replaced by Sarah Huckabee Sanders about 10 minutes later. And the thing about Scaramucci is he has completely disappeared. Yeah, You no don't kidding. ever see him anymore. <laughs> what happened to
4: him? Well, we touched on it. You're, there are bad weeks. We've all had them. And then there are really bad weeks where he got fired, got divorced, and his ex, soon-to-be ex-wife gave birth. And there was just a whole list of kid? stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. It was. It but was he his was kid. He, Remember, he wasn't able to see it.
0: Oh, that's right.
4: Oh, yeah. It all happened over the course of, like, 24, 48 hours.
0: <laughs> well, that's, that's unfortunate. Yikes. Tremendously Speaking unfortunate. Speaking of what unfortunate. Speaking of unfortunate, L.A. Nick just got here. How unfortunate for the listeners. You know what I'm saying.
6: Unfortunate. I just started watching a series of unfortunate events. It's,
2: it's really good. Was it uh, Lemony Snicket? Uh, yep. There you go. I like it. It's obnoxious. We, <laughs> You're obnoxious. <laughs> I, pl- I saw, like, six episodes, and they just... the. Quirky wordplay got really old. I know. I,
6: I love that.
0: it. We'll be right back. LA Nick will join us right after this Tom Bernard Show. My Pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your My Pillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one MyPillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. When you care about your job, you care about the job you do. At Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, they hire the best people, treat them right, and they treat you right when you call to schedule an appointment. Bryant furnaces and air conditioners and the Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan are as good as it gets. This is Tom Bernard for Sabre Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning. Visit SabreHeating.com for special savings on air conditioners. Plus, get more information on their Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes.
4: Talking about your
0: friend yesterday. You were talking about Eva yesterday. What's your guys' oh, really? favorite foot? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite quote. One of the greatest quotes of all time.
6: Yeah.
0: And Sync, how's, uh, you know, it's so sad that that guy's name was Fat One. Yeah. It's Fatone. I know it's Fatone, but <laughs> it, it's spelled F A T O. O N E. Yeah. And he was heavy. He was, and the, only... he was the chubby one. He yep. was the chubby one in the group, and his name was Fat One. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, God. Oh, great. What are you doing? Uh, it's to like me?
1: a David Cross bit. He does that all the David time. David Cross. He's is a real it, pleasant is it, guy. Isn't Joey the I think it's
0: pretty
2: funny. Yeah. Impactable Jokers, though. He, he, he's on a bunch of yeah. things. He was on the Triumphs show, which I don't know if that's even around anymore. Uh, no. I think uh, he's on
7: Impactable Jokers a lot, though.
4: I've seen him a lot on, there. He
6: was on a He was a game show host of like, Name That Tune.
4: Was he? Or yeah. he was in uh, my big fat Greek wedding. He was. Yeah. So at least he broke through and got some other cash flow. He's done
6: Broadway. Yeah. There's only one, in sync member that really hasn't done it. Chris. Haven't heard of.
0: Chris. Thing. Somebody. I saw the weirdest show the other
1: day. It was right on after the voice was over, and it's a travelog. What are you, a 14 year old girl? <laughs> my wife, <laughs> like, my wife likes the Blake
6: part. Sheldon Is the sexiest man alive? <laughs> yeah.
1: well, I, you Blake know, Sheldon. Once they get it to the finals, these people are actually pretty talented. But. The show was a travelog and it's George Foreman, Henry Winkler, William oh, Shatner.
0: Yeah. that's a good show.
1: It was and Terry Bradshaw. It was a they what? go to Germany uh, the yep. four of them by Lederhosen get hammered at uh, Oktoberfest and then the next day they're in the park some a park somewhere and there's all these naked people wandering around. It's like a nudist park in Munich. So Terry Bradshaw takes off all his clothes. Oh,
0: great! Oh George Perfect. Foreman
1: looks at him and he goes, "Terry, Terry, your wife is going to have a very difficult time when it's time to put you in a home." <laughs>
4: <laughs> they were really funny. What's I mean, the name you know, of that show? What have you been hanging out with? Darkness, Dave. He was talking about that yesterday. Yeah, he I was just, talking about it yesterday. I just
1: saw it for the first time on Monday or Tuesday. I want to see it now. Monday night.
4: <laughs> was it? It's, 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 it's you know
1: George Foreman like, and I think it's called Better Days or something. Terry or Bradshaw. Like a, yeah. George is Foreman bucket to...
2: list or... no? It's called like better late than never. Better, better late than, than never. never. There you
0: go. Oh
1: yeah,
2: that's the show that they were. Yeah, they were talking about it yesterday. And Henry uh-huh.
1: Winkler's ripping on Shatner because Shatner doesn't want to let anybody take his picture, sign any autographs, and Henry's just making. Seriously, it's, it's pretty
0: good. Doesn't want anybody sign autograph. He's like ninety five. Kind of well, or a... William? Yeah. No, you're well, kidding. kidding me.
6: Shatner is ninety five.
0: Well, no, he's, he's not. not. No. I bet he's pushing like, eighty. Oh, he's got to be yeah, over it's 80. Yeah, probably close to 80. He's got to be over 80. Well, he's Terry
6: had, Bradshaw
7: is the I, I young I say he's one, 82. Right?
0: He was 19 That's years old guess. when he was on the, the Twilight
2: Zone in like 1955. He's had a facelift. My guess is
7: 82.
2: Shiatna is 86. Wow. There you go. Ah! It does not look good. None of them no. look good in later.
6: Hosen. I can tell you that. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, William Shatner
2: looks like he's like 60.
6: He's had a couple facelifts. I'm sure he's
2: yeah. paid millions of dollars for very, very... Intricate surgery. (laughs) Terry's
4: got that new movie out. Terry Bradshaw? Yeah, it's the new, new, uh, well, he's a little, a small role, but it's uh, Ed Helms and uh, Owen Wilson. Is it Tech War? Oh, all my
0: favorites. Yeah.
4: No, but you know who's in it, actually, speaking of favorites, is Ali Wong. Oh, Ali
0: Wong's in it? I do like her. Uh, uh, Father Figures? Yeah, there you go. Father Figures. Oh, that looks terrible. Yes, it does. It looks horrendous. I will tell you this, William Shatner is a good Mm -hmm. interview, though. He's very, very easy to interview, and he's a very nice guy. I remember I interviewed him about 10, 12, 15 years ago. Tom, what are you doing for Christmas, Tom? Why don't you come to the house? I'm like,
7: what? <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. great. Yeah. yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. See Tom, there. <laughs> come to
0: my house. We're having Christmas with the family, Tom. And he pronounces my name Tom. It's not Tom. It's Tom. He was a little overly dramatic as an actor. Uh, yeah, just a little, you think? Maybe he's just yanking your chain, because we talked about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's a Jew. Why well, Did you know that? <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't know he was Jewish. Huh. Yeah, Henry Winkler is too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Henry Winkler sounds like a Jew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm what? I mean, don't tell Lastman I said that. Speaking of Lastman, by the way, he's been on fentanyl because he had hernia surgery. <laughs> fentanyl. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ, right. God.
6: Why would you need that? On the air,
0: he's like. A
2: billbo, it's a spotler. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you trying to say? Fentanyl's is pretty uh, severe stuff. It's pretty so. severe. I'm surprised. I'm su- like, what is he a junkie or something? <laughs> oh, that's really.
7: Yeah. That, well, why else no, would they give him not.
2: fentanyl instead of you know? Oh, he's probably exactly. Right, Vicodin or gave Percocet? Him, they probably gave him Percocet. Gave him Percocet. It's probably. They
7: might get fentanyl is kind of common because it's so cheap. Is it really? It's, but it's, it's, it's so it's, easy to overdose a on. It's synthetic
0: heroin. Maybe they wanted him to die.
7: Mm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it costs nothing.
6: Isn't that what yeah, they get true. people going through
7: No, Astro- 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 no methadone. No, that's methadone. methadone. Yeah. 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 So, Fent- yeah. No, it's really strong heroin. Yeah.
0: It's this a scary, guy,
7: well, that's what killed oh. Prince.
0: Yep. Fentanyl killed Prince. Here's some random facts for your Wednesday. Sahara means desert in Arabic. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? So the desert desert. desert. dessert. Desert, desert. Desert, desert. The Some. Sahara Desert is a desert, desert.
1: Circus, circus.
7: Is circus, the Sahara Hours. Casino is still standing? Uh, I don't
0: know. Is it? I
7: have
2: absolutely oh, no idea. it's
0: cool, but is it still standing? I doubt
2: it. Doubt. Circus, circus? No, Sahara. 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 Sahara Circus? What are you talking about? No, there's the Sahara, Sahara, Sahara <laughs> Hotel <laughs> Casino. In uh, oh, yeah. Vegas. <laughs>
6: The Sahara Circus. And suddenly, the show
1: took a left-hand turn. I
6: know Circus Circus is still standing. I thought
1: Lasman yes. was here for a minute. It is still, still standing?
2: <laughs> but it's now called the SLS Hotel and Casino. SLS. Oh, wow.
6: So it's a new thing. The
1: oh. Patty Hearst Hotel.
2: Yeah, S- Wasn't and the,
7: that the SLS. SLS? It was in pretty rough shape. I stayed there SLA. one time at the end of the Sahara, and it was like $30 a night, and oh. it was pretty rough. <laughs> well, oh. they just
2: spent $400 million renovating it, so... It's all by itself, too. There's That'll nothing around it. it. That'll do it. $400 million in rental will do it. 1,700 rooms? It's pretty big. Oh, it's a big
7: hotel.
0: Yeah, clearly. There have been 12 people who've won the EGOT, the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony, but only one person who's been nominated for all four, but not won a single one. Hmm. That would be Lynn Redgrave She's been nominated for all four But never won any of them I, I could know. have gone
1: through a long, long list of people Before I would have got to yeah. her yeah,
0: who is Lynn Redgrave? Lynn...
6: I don't even know who that is Vanessa,
1: Redgrave Vanessa Redgrave's sister
2: She's a good actress Who's Vanessa Redgrave? She's a good Lynn actress Red... yeah. <laughs> yeah, Redgrave.
7: They're actually both good actresses
0: Listen to this, I didn't know this All Jews whose families are from Europe Like Roy Moore no, that's not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. All Jews whose families are from Europe, which is almost all the Jews you'll meet in the U.S., are 30th cousins or closer. I'm not surprised. Well, everybody's a 30th yeah, cousin. That's
6: not yeah,
2: startling. 30th. No, probably your 30th cousin. Probably. I to say, yeah. it would be
6: something if it were like 8th cousin, but 30th.
2: Man. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, I mean, there aren't a whole lot of Jewish people, and they are very insular, so... You know, they tend to stay in one place altogether. Yeah. So it makes sense that they would stay, you know, relatively closely related. Yeah, they found out basically that if they split up, people would tend to
0: kill them yeah. off. Mm. So they decided probably staying together was the best idea. There are more Jews in New York now than there are in Israel. Really?
4: Yeah, yeah it's not surprising. I would probably that's
0: quite true. It is absolutely. It comes directly. from.
2: Well, Israel's population is only 8.5 million. There are more than eight point five million Jews in New York City. No, the population. Uh, I doubt it. I no, wonder no, if they mean the, the entire United is, States.
7: Yeah. Twenty million people in New York City. So. Yeah. So I don't think it, almost. There's not twenty million.
4: million people. It's Eight and a half. Well, the, the metro. Yeah, the, the tri-state state. Yeah. Yeah, metro. Mm. Depends on where
1: you
0: draw the line. <laughs> One people. From Maine to you're
7: another Maryland. person.
4: Yeah.
7: <laughs> well, I really. You, you don't think in the in the. I think they say they say a million people use the subway a day. Well, yeah, but I mean, how many okay. people are coming in for Connecticut, right, right, Jersey? No, I'm saying the metro. Yeah, the metro. But at one time of day, there's a million people in New York so
0: What do you got, Andy? How many Jews live in America?
2: Well, 74% of Israel is Jewish. So what do I say? 3. Okay, so that's 6.5 million. What oh, did you say, 8.7? So it's about so it's 6. About seven, seven, six seven million. Times 8, well, 7. It... Uh, yeah, 6.5 million. There you go. Okay. See, I nailed it right away. Thank you <laughs> you' were just close. Oh Hate to be here wasn't perfect.
0: I New York City's percent.
2: Jewish population is 1.1 million So it
0: must be the United States. there are more Jews in the United States than there are in oh, Israel. Yeah. USA Jewish
2: population well that would make sense. Uh let's see here. Watch it'll be like 6.4 <laughs> <laughs> It's 6.8 Well wow. see there are more Jews in
0: the United States than there are in Israel, which I guess makes sense. Uh, and they're all-30th cousins are closer. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. In the 20s and 30s, 1920s and 30s, people used to have cages built to hang out their apartment windows and would put their babies in them. Mm-hmm. They believed it helped keep them healthy and growing. Well,
2: fresh air, sunlight. Fresh air. You'd hang your kid in a cage. <laughs> Why not? That's really Wait, nice. What year was this? The 20s and 30s.
7: <laughs> in America.
2: In America. <clears throat> wow. That's exactly right. Before glass was uh, something that wouldn't just break and they would... Well, I mean, you still wouldn't want to make one out of glass. You'd want to make no. it out of like plexiglass, which didn't exist. Which at the didn't time. exist then. But I'm guessing
7: there were metal cages. cages.
2: There yeah. were metal cages. Yeah, can't be really good for the kid. I wouldn't think, especially
7: not
1: on a hot day.
0: Oh God! When Sega was marketing Sonic the Hedgehog two for Sega Genesis in 1992, they decided to build hype by releasing it in the U.S. and Europe on a Tuesday. It stuck, and ever since Tuesday has been the official release date for video games. Really. Why? Why are would that be, Andy? Are you reading Cliff Clavin news site
1: again? Yeah, well, this, where you getting all this <laughs> stuff The from? random
0: facts. You might want to learn something listening to the Tom Oh yeah. show. Video you know, games released on Tuesday. Well, do you know I'm going to take that video one, game, one to my grave.
7: One video game grosses more than every movie for the whole entire oh, year. I'm
2: sure that's true. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't make it? a lot of money, don't they? It's crazy. Andrew Anthony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, th- they do always come out on, well, not always, but usually come out on Tuesday. But Which why? does seem like a weird day. Like, why not Friday or Saturday? Yeah, you would think Friday would make the most sense. You would think. But apparently
0: Tuesday really works. hmm I don't know, except for uh, E.T. Yeah. on Atari. That didn't work as no, so well. Yeah. They had to bury Is all those. the one they
1: buried in the desert desert?
0: Indeed. That's what they say, anyway. I don't know if I agree with these figures or not, and I wanted to read this to you. How much would you pay to avoid all the stressful stuff about the holidays? Everything. Nothing. All my money. not
6: stressed out.
0: According to a new survey by Yelp, here are ten things that stress us out this time of the year and how much we'd pay to have someone else deal with them. This first one is insane. Okay? Uh, This is obviously out of the mouth of someone who's never had their house decorated for Christmas. Guaranteed. We'd pay $143 to have someone put up all our decorations inside and outside.
7: Yeah, you live if you live in a tent.
0: it's yeah. going to be one hundred forty-three bucks.
7: There's companies in this city that, that charge to have a business doing that, it's and they charge crazy
0: money. Oh, I will tell you this: uh, we used to decorate our entire house, outside and inside, was, and all the rest. Yeah, of it. very decorated. Uh, finally, when it got to two thousand dollars, we went. <laughs> We're not doing that anymore. Wow. We stopped doing it years ago now, a few years ago.
4: Really? I two thought you were hanging thousand. those lights out. Yeah, those, I was up there. Those big <laughs> trees in the in front there. There. I was like, <laughs> the oh, I can see Tom up there.
7: Careful up there, Clark Griswold.
4: <laughs> yeah. Two
7: grand. No, some of these people pay more than that. Oh, yo, absolutely yeah. they do. Lots lot Some of these more. buildings downtown, mm. yep. they spent 10 grand. Oh, I remember yeah.
2: out in Dayton, we had two huge pine trees in the front porch and uh, we had a company come and wrap the entire thing in lights, and then we just left the lights there. Just left yeah. them in there. Plug, plug them, them in there. during Christmas and unplug them, yeah, because you couldn't see yep. them otherwise. So. Exactly. Yeah.
6: There's a house in my neighborhood that oh. last year had their the blow-up lawn ornament stuff, candy canes up and down their driveway, sure, sure. all lit up and working every single night on a timer until March.
2: March. Until March. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah.
6: I was like... Okay, if you don't want to take them now down, I know
1: what I'm going to get you for Christmas—a BB gun with a scope. Yeah, <laughs> that's
6: like I. Okay, if you don't want to take your Christmas decorations down, whatever, but don't light them up every single night <laughs> until March.
1: Yeah, the dancing candy canes need to go away before Easter.
6: It's that's so much. It's like you go through all of this work to put all of this up, but you can't take the half hour to take it down.
2: I can tell you don't have an HOA. We do not. Have yeah, because they would be like, you have to take all your Christmas yep. ornaments down by uh, 4 a.m. on December 26th, That's or else about we'll find well, you $5,000. I had a
7: friend this weekend here from Fort Lauderdale, and he said, I thought it would be a lot more Christmassy here. There's not lot, much Christmas stuff downtown this year. People aren't not decorating downtown, like
2: they no. used to be.
0: There
7: no. used to be, though. Yeah. Downtown, downtown Minneapolis.
0: Notes. When I was a kid, there you would drive down Nicollet Avenue, and every store had magnificent automatrons and all that stuff in their windows. It was fantastic.
2: And now we got nothing. Well, Minneapolis, place, downtown Minneapolis is, like, mostly uh, first or second generation immigrants. It's all commies, too. <laughs> Communist.
0: Communist. <laughs> You're know, a
2: communist. There are big
0: pictures of Putin and every window. That's right. Vladimir Putin. Yeah, Okay. Pol Pot Boulevard. <laughs> 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 How many people did Pol Pot kill? A lot. Like, like three million?
1: Man, we, we did this a few months ago. I thought it was like six.
2: Six million. It was... forthcoming.
0: See, listen to all the stuff you can learn on the Tom
2: Bernard Show. You can hear about... One to three million. Oh, see, just Bush League. 25% of the Cambodian population. Come
1: back for more uplifting holiday (laughs) stories right after this break. The Tom Bernard Show. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my (laughs) God.
0: i tell you guys something that you won't believe. After yesterday, when we were uh, discussing how Stevie Nicks sounded like a goat singing Silent Night, mm-hmm. I get to the show this morning, and I look down, and we're playing Silent Night by Stevie Nicks. <laughs> oh, God. I said, no, we're not. <laughs> Silent Night. Honestly, you should hear it.
1: We were making fun of that, and the, like, the walls are spot.
0: Indeed. Well, you Indeed, make fun of we John were. Oates all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're really nice. Way to go. Way to go, my friend. John Heckinger. John, how are you? Good. How are you, Tom? Not bad. Ladies and gentlemen, true gentlemen, the broken pledge of America's fraternities. I love this uh, this topic because I'm not a frat kind of guy. Well, I was only in college for one day, though, John, so I can't, you know. I, was a co- I went to college for one day, couldn't find a place to park, so I quit. That's, uh,
5: that's, that's one <laughs> way to approach higher
0: education. <laughs> Sounds is no like point. it worked out okay for you. I'm to be honest with you, though, John. I, um, I was asked to join some clubs when I was in high school or whatever. I should mention also I never finished high school, John. So every time they asked me to join a club, I think it ruined my life. But okay. I, I don't think that I would have been a good fraternity brother. Now, we got a guy here, Mike Molina, who was in the uh, all-Sicilian fraternity.
4: Was that what it was? All Sicilians? No, no, I wish. And yeah, they weren't? No, nope, I was the only one. What was yours? Sigma Alpha Epsilon. SAE. Sigma Alpha. Oh, you were
2: in SAE. Yep. Okay. SAE? How the hell do you even remember all these? They're all just like three letter right. acronyms. It's <laughs> so like, oh, are. you were in Gamma Gamma Capital. you have gamma? To go to college wow. to remember them all? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think. Because so, how many well, are there like, across the country? There have to be dozens at least. Right, there are um, hundreds. So, yeah. Hmm. So,
5: John, hundreds of chapters. Were you a frat guy? I wasn't. I wasn't. That uh, uh, fraternities weren't big in uh, when I was in college, and they certainly weren't big at at, at my my university. So,
0: where'd you go to school?
5: Went to Yale. Well, the
0: fraternities aren't big at Yale. It's just that one the 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 Bones skull Skull and Bones Club that you were in, John.
5: No, I, I wasn't. Uh, wasn't in that either. Although it's secret, so I wouldn't have, wouldn't yeah. be able to tell you in, in any case. Oh, but, that's right. Um, Even if
0: you were, you couldn't tell me.
5: That's right. But the um, actually fraternities have had a, quite a resurgence um, at, at Yale and elsewhere. Really? Um, so um, I think there was only one when I was there, and now there are probably up to a, about a dozen. And um, you know, they're now. Four hundred thousand uh, members of, of fraternities, up fifty percent over the last decade. So they're 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 quite quite popular. Yeah, uh, so, much more popular than probably when e- any of us were in
2: college. Interesting. Your book is named after the name of the SAE pledge. That's right. There's a coincidence. Course. Really? So that's why you know SAE. Oh, yeah, I see. The
0: yes, true indeed. gentleman,
2: Yep. Wait a minute.
0: Um, uh, you're telling me that Mike Molina is supposed
5: to be a true gentleman? John, what a swing and a miss this uh, <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. No, I, th- that's the, the, the main the main character of my of the book is, is Sigma Alpha Epsilon SAE. And I focus on its creed, the true gentleman, um, which, uh, which Mike, I'm sure, can, can recite to me quite easily. Yeah, Mike, you have here? to know, yeah, it, by, Mike know it by heart. I'm not going to put you on the spot. Yeah, but I will tell you. John, I will tell you like, one thing. Oh,
0: go ahead. I was I will tell you one thing. I was sitting uh at a golf course in Florida, uh many years ago, about twenty years ago, and I didn't know some of the people they had they had paired me with to play golf and we're sitting at the table and after a couple of drinks, well I'd say probably a few drinks, one of the guys I had played golf with started reciting the KKK pledge.
2: Hmm. Like
0: okay, well this is uncomfortable. Boy, look at the time. I, Do you remember how it goes?
2: I'm yeah, just I would, curious. I don't know if i would even recognize it. Oh God, it. it started
0: with. Oh God, how did it start? I can't remember. But I'm. I'm it's a really eerie thing because he got this really weird look on his face, John. It was un. I mean, he got this odd look on his face. And then, Sleeper agent. Whew. That was something to. Uh, that was something to witness. I'll tell you. So, John, I have to ask you one question before we continue. Okay?
5: Sure. You went to Yale, how come you're not president? Well, uh, I, that's, that's always a good question, but uh, <laughs> there, there have to be some people who didn't go to Yale who were president. So. Well, Harvard,
0: yeah, Harvard and Yale. Well, aren't
5: that, is that not true that
0: Harvard and Yale are, are the two biggest, uh, most well-attended colleges by presidents of the United States?
5: You know, I don't know for sure, but uh, I would think Harvard, because it's the oldest.
0: Yeah, that's Oldest true.
5: college in America, probably has an edge.
0: That is very very true. Uh, true gentlemen, the broken pledge of America's fraternities. Uh, I, I actually want to. This is sad. It's, John, it's very very sad stuff. Uh, the deaths of young fraternity pledges at Penn State, Texas State, Florida State, Louisiana State. This is terrible. So what is the problem? Now this last kid, uh, he drank. He drank like they made him drink forty drinks
5: or something. Forty-four drinks or something like that. I think it was. 18 drinks in an hour and a half. Oh, so it, was, th- it was a lot. Yeah, it was um, like 40,
0: 44 ounces of booze right, and 18 right. drinks or something like that.
5: Yeah, I mean, it was extraordinary. Uh, <laughs> but what was, you know, actually the hazing at Penn State, what was really unusual about it really was that it was caught on film. Uh, yeah. many, I, I write about other cases in the book involving SAE where young men are, are either locked in a room or forced to drink uh um, ever clear out of a bag until they finish it and um, Ooh, God. you know left left um, you know left unconscious and not taken to the hospital. this is how, this happens time and again at fraternities, and what we have at Penn State is just kind of a the visual accounting of it, which is really shocking. Um, so yeah well, pledging is pledging is one of the one of the big issues that I write about in the book. Um, all four young men who died this year, were pledges. And that means they were right. not full members, and they were basically um, at the mercy of the older guys who would tell them what to do, and they desperately wanted to join.
4: Yeah. And
5: that puts uh, particularly freshmen and, uh, at risk because they, they don't many of them don't know their tolerance for alcohol. And um, so one of the reasons I focused on SAE is they had had more deaths than any other fraternity. They had had 10 over almost a decade, and they were in danger of basically going out of business. Their insurance company was going to cut them off, and they eliminated pledging three and a half years ago. And since then, they haven't had another death, Um, although they have had to. uh, Just recently, they shut down their chapter at the University of Mississippi for hazing. They shut down more than uh, 30 chapters over the last, uh, several years, um, to try to sort of stamp out hazing. And it seems like it's made it safer. I don't want to
0: seem like a wise guy, but, and I'm very, being very serious about this. Why would anybody want to be in a
5: fraternity? Well, it's, you know, it, the, the research is, is pretty clear that <laughs> members of fraternities val- often value their experience. They feel more closely oh, okay. tied to students at their schools. They have a powerful career network, um, It's a great stepping stone to boardrooms and to political careers. Yeah, well, is that a big part of it, that they just think by being in a
0: fraternity, it will hook them up and and they'll have uh, connections to get a better job and have a better career? That's a big part of it?
5: That's a big part of it. And Mm -hmm. also, um, you know, the parties, the um, access to alcohol, um, you know, that's... That's the other big problem with fraternity life right now, is that the research (laughs) is pretty clear that fraternity men drink more than others on campus. Um, That's been borne out over over many, many studies. And so they often are kind of controlling the the liquor. They're kind of like the underage bartenders on campus, and that's why it's so dangerous. That's also part of the appeal.
0: You know, it's so amazing because when I was uh, at—my voice changed when I was 11 years old, so my voice (laughs) then sounded like it does now. And they used to deliver liquor to your house, so I would literally call the liquor store, and order it. And then the youngest kid in our group would answer the door, and I'd pretend I was in the shower and go, "Yes, son, the money's on the television." Uh, <laughs> it was really easy to get booze back in those days because my voice was so deep. I don't know. It just... Well,
4: Melina, tell us a little bit. Uh, why? Because you went to school in your hometown. Why did you want to join a fraternity? Well, for me, I mean, I was going from a small Catholic high school, our graduating class was 65, and I uh, got into the University of Minnesota, which is one of the biggest public universities in the country, and it's 60,000 kids, and so I was going from a class of 65 to 60,000 kids, and I needed, you know, I did not know anybody from my graduating class that was going to the U, so I knew no one, and I needed a place to live, and Uh, One day I was walking down the street, frat row on University Avenue and this kid approached me and I actually got bids from multiple houses. There was about six bids out to me and it just so happened that I seemed to click well with the guys in SAE and uh, it just happened.
0: Well, John, I need, to, I need to tell you one thing,
7: Sure.
0: that Mike Molina is 6'5 and probably weighs about 220, so, you know, having a big Sicilian is probably not a bad idea anyway.
7: <laughs> Did you go
5: to Haiti? Oh, yeah. Well, that experience, yep. Mike, is I mean, that, I, I heard that from, I, I traveled across the country for this book and talked to a lot of members of uh, fraternities, and... That's a fairly common experience that people make good friends there. There's particularly at a big public university like the University of Minnesota. I mean, it's it's often can seem impersonal, yeah. and um, it, it's kind of a ready-made social circle. And you know, are are, the, are these guys still kind of your friends this m- many many years later? Or
4: yeah, yeah, we check in, especially homecoming, and uh, you know, right about now, everybody's starting to get married, engaged, or have kids. So yeah, we definitely check in um, from time to time.
5: So I think that also explains the appeal. Yeah. And that's not that's not a small thing. And I mean, the question that the leadership of SE was asking is, can they kind of disentangle these sort of terrible traditions with the these uh, you know traditions of
4: brotherhood? Mm-hmm.
5: So Definitely, that's that, that's the question. And
4: yeah. just on a personal note, to talk uh, about Minnesota Alpha, which is my chapter mm-hmm. house. Uh, you know, we you know we. Never had these big run-ins that you hear about uh, in the news, thankfully, and uh, I would not have stayed a member of the House all four years of undergrad had there been any big, big issues. And we actually, um, my my senior year, we won the John O. Mosley Award for a Zeal, for the best chapter house in the country of all the houses of SAE. And so, like, yeah, we had a good time, and uh, there was hazing when I was a pledge, and went through the pledging process, so, you know, uh, there were guys that were in my pledge class that did not make it through the pledge semester for whatever reason. And, um, you know, it, it was, you hear these stories that come out in the news today, and I'm like, wow, uh, you're shocked, to be quite honest, because. Nothing like that ever happened in my four years when I was at Minnesota Alpha. Speaking of shocking but why, things... But why were
5: you shocked if there... I mean, you had hazing. What, what kind of hazing? Well, yeah. I mean, there's, the there's,
4: definition of hazing, I guess, yeah. like, just um It's a things, lot more intense now. Yeah, the intensity of, like, what these kids uh, go through nowadays. Mm-hmm. And when I say kids, I mean, I was... This is less than 10 years ago when I was in the house and so
2: 18 year olds are children yeah
4: i mean there were you know on the broad strokes of what is defined as hazing yeah you know like having to live in the house going through hell week um or initiation week as it's called and just little things that we had to do you know we had pledge names and tasks that we had to do throughout the semester but nothing to the extent of like drinking 40 ounces of alcohol in one you know 90 minute period well, nothing like that there's
2: this one thing um alex gerard you know my friend, um, uh, who a bunch of people in this room know, that's why I said his name, Um, when he first got into college, his mom kept constantly saying, don't do the power hour, never do the power hour, which is (laughs) 60 shots in 60 minutes. I don't know how anyone survives that, but apparently that's a thing. And yeah, Relative. he just kept being like, "I'm not going to do the power up." Oh out. my gosh, there's no like he—he's not the accused? type that would do that. And no, I don't know no. why she was worried about it, but well,
6: because he was—he he left the state. And yeah, I this guess. is like the most Norwegian yeah. Midwestern woman in the world, uh-huh. so I. Yeah. But it's like
2: yeah, sixty shots in six. I couldn't <sighs> imagine surviving that.
6: Yeah, you'd have to have quite the tolerance built up. I'd
2: survive sixty shots from a gun sooner than sixty shots of alcohol. <laughs> Is it probably true that they nobody ever makes it through the power hour?
0: That well, they just think, yeah, usually,
4: though, most people, I think, it was defined was the power hour was beer. You were not drinking shots of alcohol. Oh, hard shot was of beer. Yeah, it was a drink oh, of beer a minute, okay. and uh, like the song would change. So well, you'd I've have done a that. yeah, you'd have uh, sixty songs play for a minute apiece, and so when the cho- song changed. You took a swig of beer. So it wasn't amazing. Well, me. that's—I mean—that's
5: one of the big changes now. Is um, there was a lot more. If you go back to the to the '80s, probably that there was a lot more drinking involved beer more, and now it's a lot of hard alcohol. Uh-huh. And yeah. one of the changes that some of the fraternities are trying to to bring about is to to shift from the hard liquor because the deaths that we've seen recently—they all involve shots of shots of alcohol vodka ever clear yeah that's... Um, it's very hard to poison yourself drinking drinking beer yeah that's yeah. very
0: true i tried it first. a couple of times yeah that's everybody true. gave it a whirl you
6: get full first
0: john i gotta tell you i'm one of the people that recommends your book true gentleman the broken pledge of america's fraternities i had the pleasure of having dinner with tom brokaw one night and then he got up and did a speech it was the best speech i've ever heard in my entire life that man is a great speaker that's definitely
5: true. It well, is. I was, I was honored that he read an early copy of my book, so that was that was great.
0: <clears throat> no question. NBC's Tom Brokaw calls *True Gentlemen* timely and deeply unsettling, and the Washington Post recently gave the book a rave review, calling it a blistering inside look at the traditional Greek system, a book of revelation. John Heckinger, H-E-C-H-I-N-G-E-R, and uh, speaking of the Washington Post, the book's available on Amazon, I assume. Well, that's right. That's right. There's a, comb- does oh, anybody know right. the, the, the connection there? The what? connection? The connection between the Washington Post and Amazon?
1: Well, yeah, Jeff Bezos Fais-
0: owns the Washington Post. What the, hell? why he wanted to buy a newspaper, I'll never understand, but that's just me.
7: Tax write off, probably.
0: Yeah, maybe. John, thank you very much for your time. I, I again, it's, it's, it's interesting to learn this and having Molina here as well, because I know nothing about those things. I, I've never been a club kind of guy in, in my life anyway. So to hear why, I suppose people just want to fit in. That's it. They just want to feel comfortable, and they want to fit in, and they want to be liked.
5: It's a powerful urge to
0: belong. There's no question about it. No question. John, thank you, sir. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. We will be back. Tom Bernard Show.